think about it. When you're doing something you love and you see someone who's starting it out for the first time, what's your normal reaction? You want to embrace them and be like, you got this. You can do it. So why would I think it would be any different? So logically, I know that to try something new and to step out of my comfort zone, I just need to stop that little voice that is telling me to be worried about what other people think and just simply take the first step in doing it. Action always creates clarity, and I know for a fact that what we think will happen is usually not at all what happens. Hey there, I'm Jess Chimo. Like so many of you, I know firsthand how hard it can be to find time for myself in my life. As a young, single, working mother of two, I understand the unique challenges that busy women face, juggling work, family, and our relationships leaves us overwhelmed and without room for ourselves. Instead of resigning myself to being the junk food eating, hanging on the couch, and Netflixing kind of girl with no ambition that I once was, I decided enough was enough and it was time for me to take control. I transformed my life into being an integrative health and life coach, a senior corporate leader, and an entrepreneur. And now I'm here to tell you that if I can get unstuck and regain control in my life, so can you. In this podcast, I share practical and actionable ideas, strategies, education, and tips to help you live your most purposeful life, even with a jam-packed schedule. From topics such as stress reduction, self-care, and healthy eating, to career development, goal setting, and future life planning. I hope this can be your sanctuary in a place where busy women come together to encourage and help one another navigate the complexities of living the female life. So I'd like to welcome you into my virtual home. Come on in and stay for a while. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hello, my sweet friends, and welcome back to an episode of Breaking Up With Chaos. If we had met as children, I bet that I would have known a lot about you within seconds of meeting you on that playground for the first time you would have been able to quickly rattle off your favorite color, your favorite TV show, and told me about all of your love for horses or whatever you were currently into. Maybe ponies. Then we grow up, and life as we know it as adults can sometimes feel like an endless juggling act of responsibilities, leaving us with little time and energy to explore our passions and our interests. We feel like we're losing ourselves a little and have a hard time answering even the simplest of questions about, you know, what we like, what we're into, and we can only think and talk about our kids or work, or possibly what we had for dinner last night. Tell me you have been there. You've been asked, what do you do for hobbies, or what do you like to do on the side when you're not working, and you stare off into this blank space of nothingness, and then you realize, holy shit, I don't think I actually like anything anymore, and I don't have any hobbies. What has happened to my life? Well, today we are going to take a step back and we're going to explore how making time for yourself and nurturing your passions can lead to that personal growth and happiness, which will lead you to a more fulfilling life. For me, as I've gotten older, I have gotten more and more into just a daily routine of life versus actually trying new things. So here's a funny story. How many of you have tried pickleball? Well, it seems that that's the latest and greatest fad and new thing. It's everywhere I look, and so many people around me have tried it. I keep thinking, well, there must be something to this. Maybe I should try it, which then leads me down the path of thinking about the last thing I tried that was out of my day-to-day tasks and responsibilities and my friends. I honestly have no idea because I truly cannot recall. And then that led me down the path of wondering, well, what is pickleball like? I don't really do anything for fun. Maybe this could be something I could do. 
because I am not even sure what pickleball is. I mean, do you have to like hit a ball? And then let's be honest, that has never been my strong suit. So what is it I do for fun? Could this be it? Well, let's see here. All the things I do for fun. Let's start thinking. I go to dinner. Yeah, crickets. I know. Did you think I like cut out? Did you check your phone to say, oh, I think this this audio has stopped? No. Imagine crickets in the background. What do you do for fun? And this is what happens to me every time. So this got me thinking. And as I've gotten older, I started to realize that I truly spend less and less time either doing things that I love or finding new things that I may enjoy or even knowing what I like anymore, right? So it's time that uh, we give ourselves a little bit of grace and start to rediscover ourselves and truly make time for it. Because I believe that rediscovering your interests and desires as adults can be really fun, interesting, and a great way to connect with yourself and others. But like most good things in life, it of course comes with challenges. We know the struggle all too well, right? We find something that we might like to try out or a hobby we used to love that we've abandoned. But we don't jump right in because there's just no time between work, family, and other responsibilities. It can feel like there's simply no time left for personal pursuits. You know the schedule is just too full and adding in a hobby or an interest, like who has time for that? You do. It is your time and it is time to rediscover that fun and that adventure inside of you. So let's make the time. So how are we going to do that? First, let's talk about time management. You've heard me talk about this time and time before. So we'll talk about it here again. Creating an actual schedule of your week, plotting out all the stuff that just absolutely has to happen with time for you being one of those priorities. So this comes back to you have to schedule it. You have to put it on your calendar or you will never find time to do it. You might need to get a little creative here. Something that my girlfriend recently did was she switched to an online yoga class when her kids' practice interfered with the time that she usually attended class in person. It really wasn't ideal, but she also knew that it wasn't forever, and she could switch back to in-person classes as soon as their schedule had changed. And for a while, for me in my life, I did at-home workouts very similar to this because I simply could not get myself into the gym and I knew that it was at home or nothing at all. And let me tell you, this was pre-pandemic and we all know what happened during the pandemic. So you don't have to commit to doing something for a long time or big chunks of time either. To get into the habit of starting something new, it starts with the small steps. Small, imperfect action is better than nothing at all. Let me say that again. Small and imperfect, sometimes messy action is better than doing nothing at all. Want to hone in on your writing skills? Try writing for 10 minutes at the end of every day. Want to learn, say, a second language, which fun fact that is on my list? There are plenty of apps that ask you to commit to just a few minutes of daily practice. And if you're listening to this and you've actually used one of those apps for learning a language, comment, send me a message because I'm super interested because that is definitely on my learn new things bucket list for next year. Also, don't forget to ask for help from your support system. This is a big one. Do you have a mom or a friend who could drive maybe your kids to practice so that you could squeeze in time to try 
something new or to put a hobby on your calendar? What about do you get a babysitter once in a while so you maybe could go try that pottery class? I know and I know that's a lot of effort for something that's just quote unquote fun and not essential. I get it. And it's so much easier just to stay in the routine of daily life. But let me tell you, trying new things keeps our brains flexible, allows us to decompress and embrace creativity, and encourages us to use skills like resiliency and growth mindsets in really low-stake environments. If you are taking up something new, you might also be more than a little worried about what people think. I have found that as we get older... We are a little more self-conscious about if we can't do anything right or well, then we don't want to try it at all because we don't want to look stupid. I mean, let's be honest. What would it be like if I tried pickleball today? I mean, for real. For starters, I know absolutely nothing. All I know is that people seem to love this sport. Is it a sport? I think it's a sport. We'll call it a sport. Then there's the fact that I honestly can't hit a ball to save my life. At least I couldn't when I was a kid, so I have no idea why it would be any different today. I have already told myself that if I were to ever try it, I would hire someone to do it privately to show me where I'm not around everyone else, and that way I can learn and perfect in private and then go out into the real world when I know what the hell I'm doing. Because what a mess I'm sure I would be at it at first. However, This is what I think about that. This is my brain trying to protect me from feeling stupid, when in all reality, I know that not only would nobody care and no one would be paying attention to me, but in fact, most people would enjoy teaching and bringing others into a sport or activity that they love, and they would be so welcoming to do so. Think about it. When you're doing something you love and you see someone who's starting it out for the first time, what's your normal reaction? You want to embrace them and be like, you got this, you can do it. So why would I think it would be any different? So logically, I know that to try something new and to step out of my comfort zone, I just need to stop that little voice that is telling me to be worried about what other people think and just simply take the first step in doing it. Action always creates clarity. And I know for a fact that what we think will happen is usually not at all what happens. It is far less intimidating in the end. Hence the saying, that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I know, we've all said that a time or two. So I get it. Trying something new, it can be intimidating. We might be really bad at it, and we might really, really, really suck and maybe make a fool of ourselves in front of other people. We might really embarrass ourselves in front of friends and strangers. We might have to admit that we tried something, we spent time and effort on it, and we failed or we weren't any good at it at all, or we decided it's just not for me. So first of all, we all know that saying, no one else is paying attention to you because they're all worried about themselves. This is true. No one is all that concerned with what you are trying to do and how you're performing. I hate to break it to you. Also, here's a perfect opportunity to grow into your self-confidence. Reflect on a past time when you felt this way. What happened? Be honest with yourself about how that affected you. It may be that you had a positive outcome and you can expect that you can try new things and not be harmed by the experience. It may be that you didn't even try the new thing because you were so worried about others and you may feel some regret about not starting. 
So it's time to do something a little differently. So I'm going to put it out into the world. I will try pickleball and I will follow up with all of you on how it goes. I may even record my journey. Now it's fall here as I record this and I'm pretty sure pickleball is played outside. I don't know this to be true. So I may need to put this off to next summer, but I am putting it into the universe and I am committing. I will try pickleball. This is my commitment to all of you to join in on trying something new as an adult. Why pickleball? Oh, I don't really know. Just to see what the fuss is all about, I suppose. But I am committing to you and to myself that I'm going to try it. So much so that I will report back in a later episode, or maybe I'll record some of my journey in trying this new sport uh, on my Instagram. And trust me, I get it how hard it can be to start something new. Because another reason why you might hold off trying that new hobby or interest because you are overloaded with those responsibilities and you just don't feel like you can balance it all. You enjoy and are committed to your career. Your family and significant other are very important to you and you don't want to miss out on the time with them. You might also be working on some personal goals and you don't want to sacrifice your time and effort on those things. Trust me, I totally get all of that. There are times and seasons for everything, and you may be in a busy season right now where you just don't feel like you can take on any additional moments or time for yourself. This is such a real feeling, and take each season of your life as it comes. And I encourage you to have a hard look at your calendar and responsibilities because what you schedule gets prioritized, and what gets prioritized gets done no matter what stage in your life, this will hold true. So it's about looking at your priorities in your current life. What are your goals? What are you aiming for? And then making sure that you schedule it. I know how busy life can get. I know how overwhelming it can be. But that does not mean that you don't have time to fulfill yourself, try new things, expand your horizons, and schedule time for you. And it doesn't even need to be a big commitment. It could be 30 minutes a week reading a new book about learning something new. Not a new book about learning something new, but a new book that is teaching you something new. Or maybe you spend even just 15 minutes. You know, you can set a timer and slowly learn uh, something you've always wanted to learn, like knitting or those big chunky not bracelets. You know, if you watch TV at night, which I'm sure most of you do, you find time for that, sit in front of the TV and learn while you're at it. There's always space. There's always space if you really want to take something on. It's possible, too, that you could simply ask someone for help or some of the redistribution of your responsibilities so that you can also free up this time. Are your children at an age where they can help a little bit more around the house? My girls certainly are. They're at that age where there are simple dinners that they can make. So the nights of the week that I'm either busy or working later or just want some relaxing time, they're able to make themselves a small dinner. You might also need to make some boundaries. Let me say that word again, boundaries. Yes, you've been happily helping out with that extra stuff at work, but it might be time to offload some of it or decide you're not working on the weekends anymore. How many of you are doing that? Communication is key here. Express what you are able to effectively take on and complete versus what you may be able to delegate to someone else. 
And this includes delegating not only to, you know, maybe people at work, your coworkers, your employees, your peers, reprioritizing the projects you're working on, but also in your household. You don't need to do everything. You can, even with young children, you can find small things that they can be accountable for. Or you can just maybe reset your expectations. Uh, if you're anything like me and you, you know, do the dishes every single night, you know, maybe there's a night or two where the dishes can just sit in the sink and it will be okay. Or maybe there's a night or two that your child can do the dishes and it may not be as perfect as you want it to be, but hey, done is better than perfect, right? So I know it can seem like a lot of effort, especially at first, but the rewards of rediscovering what you enjoy and taking time for yourself are immense. Exploring new interests can lead to additional personal growth and a more fulfilling life. Trying new things, discovering what you enjoy, and exploring your creativity can help you to feel refreshed and rejuvenated, even through the more mundane aspects of life. And maybe all that sounds amazing to you. You'd be up for trying something new and putting in the effort to make it happen. But you want to know, what the hell will I do? Like, what do I even like anymore? Crickets. That silent crickets when you're thinking, my gosh, I have no idea what I like. So the first actionable step towards rediscovery is honestly trying different activities. This may sound really simple or basic, but it is a crucial step. Trying new things can awaken your curiosity and spark your enthusiasm. Who knows? Maybe pickleball will be my jam and it will be like what I take on doing in my hobby every single night. I'm not sure where I sit today. I, I don't foresee that happening, but you don't know unless you try. You honestly don't know what you do or you don't like unless you try it. So consider signing up for a class, whether it's painting, dancing, or cooking. Experiment with these hobbies that you've never explored before, like hiking, gardening, or playing a musical instrument. Consider whether you'd prefer to try something new from the comfort of your own living room. There's a lot of online classes these days, and it really makes learning new things so much more accessible. Or if you'd prefer to get out and try something new with others. The key is, is to keep an open mind and allow yourself to explore without judgment. For me in particular, I do love to learn new things in my own time and on my own, but I tell you what, experiencing these things with others just really brings it to a whole new level. So keep that into consideration as you start to look at, you know, taking on new classes, whether you want to go in person or you want to take them online. So let me tell you a story. Back many, many years ago, when I first started down my fitness and physical health journey, I kind of just fell into running. It was an accident. It was not intentional. I was never really a runner, but I started walking a lot, and then I decided to start running because it just seemed like a logical next step. And I honestly am not sure what that moment was that got me there, but ultimately I did it. And when it came time to try running a race, even a 5K that was just family and friends, I was honestly a little fearful. I was fearful to be around all these other runners because I wasn't a real runner yet. Literally, by the way, there's no such thing. If you run, then you're a runner. I don't care how far it is. There's no such thing as a real runner, but I digress. 
And I thought, well, what if I can't do it? Or what if I was too slow or tired or whatever? But let me tell you, I dove in and once I did, I realized that I absolutely could do it, but it was also an incredible experience and I was surrounded by others who were on this running journey together. And it ended up running races for years, including a half marathon, which is the farthest I have ever had the desire to run, the farthest I have chosen to run, and so kudos to all you marathoners out there. But I ended up running those races for years. And it became something that I loved so deeply. So why do I tell you this story? Because I want you to hear me when I say fear and self-doubt are two of the biggest roadblocks to your self-discovery. The idea of trying something new can be intimidating, especially as adults. So what can you do to move past these feelings and take action? One strategy is to start small. Don't jump into something entirely unfamiliar all at once. Take baby steps and gradually expand your comfort zone. Like I said earlier, action starts to create clarity. Also, try visualizing your success. Sometimes our fears stem from imagining all the ways things could go wrong. Instead, focus on visualizing yourself succeeding and enjoying the process that it takes to get there. Success might just look like giving it a try or enjoying a new activity or even discovering that you don't like this activity at all. Success does not need to mean a a measurable outcome here. It can mean whatever it is that you choose it to mean. You can embrace failure and understand that not everything you try will be a perfect fit and that's totally okay. Every experience, even the ones that don't go as planned, is an opportunity for growth and learning. And here's a good way to commit to yourself to trying something new or retaking on something you've enjoyed in the past is to share your goals out loud or your ideas with a trusted friend or family member. Having someone to cheer you on can boost your confidence and motivation. You might even like to invite them to join you. Obviously, choose this person wisely. You want someone who's going to encourage you while holding you accountable and, you know, being your biggest cheerleader in the background. Which brings me to my next point, that rediscovering your interests become even more rewarding when you find a community of like-minded individuals who share your passions. Making new friendships, finding people who are interested in the same things you're interested in, and creating community are some of the best parts of trying new things. If you're ready to find your people, Online communities, like I said earlier, are very, very accessible and there's something for everyone. Social media platforms, forums, and specialized websites can connect you with people who share in these interests. And by finding people, you might even get new ideas for things that you could try. Things like Facebook groups, Reddit, and meetup.com are excellent places to start. Offline, Consider joining local clubs, classes, or organizations related to your interests. Attend workshops and seminars in the areas of interests that you have. Engaging these activities will not only help you rediscover your interests, but also connect you with people who are equally as passionate. In my area, I'm not sure how widespread this is, but we have something called Community Ed, and we get a quarterly booklet with all kinds of Community Ed classes that range from physical health to crafts to 
learning how to start a business, you name it, there's something for everyone. And it's a great way not only to learn something new, but to meet people who live around you as well. Sometimes meeting people in the same areas as you through something like Community Ed can help you create another connection point to meet new people because as adults, making new friends can be really challenging. Unlike childhood, where friendships often develop naturally, adulthood requires more intentional effort. While shared interests and passions are a great place to start, it can be difficult to move beyond casual acquaintances into genuine friendships. Not only because of, you know, just challenging to make time and space for a new friend, but, you know, we're all busy and we all have our own things going on and lots of responsibilities. And so reaching out and nurturing a new friendship can be can be challenging at first. So first, you know, really do your best to be consistent and remember that building friendships takes time and it does create effort. Be patient with yourself. Keep in mind that your new friends might be facing similar challenges as you and your shared interests will provide a strong foundation for your connection. And possibly if you're in a class together, a a consistent meetup time that is scheduled so you don't have to try to squeeze things in between driving children to activities and getting to work. So things like if you've joined a local volleyball team, always go to those practices or show up to team events or, you know, even um, if fellow friends in those volleyball tournaments are playing and you're not, you know, go to support them and, you know, schedule things like a fun dinner afterwards or something along those lines. Or if you're trying a less social activity, like an art class, maybe consider being the one who, quote unquote, goes first and you invite the groups to go out for coffee after the class and, you know, fun things like that. So I want to share something with you again, bringing it back to my running days, because let me tell you, that is a community like no other. If you have ever ran any distance and participated in an organized or not event, then you know that this is a community where not only you are welcomed in, you are cheered on and you are supported. So I ask you or I recommend to you to seek out communities of like-minded people. Because what I have learned through the running community is that when you find people with the same interests, then it is really pretty easy to meet new people and create new friendships. Remember, it is never too late to explore your passions and connect with like-minded individuals. Take those first steps today and you'll be well on your way to bring a greater fulfillment into your life. So with that being said, As we wrap up here today, I want you to remember it's never too late to explore your passions, find new interests, rediscover yourself, and connect with like-minded individuals. Take those first steps today and you'll be well on your way to bringing greater fulfillment into your life. If you want more tips or if you want to know when I start that pickleball journey, follow me on Instagram. You can find me at Kaisa Coaching, and you can also join a community of women there who are ready to reach their goals. And I always would love to hear back from you. I want to know what have you taken on? What are you trying? What stories do you have? Are they horror stories of um, you, you know, tripping over your feet trying to uh, kick a ball or something or you know what what uh warm heartfelt stories do maybe you have of finding a really great friendship through taking a leap of faith and trying something new so come on on over and find me um, on instagram i'd love to get your feedback and connect with you 
And then also, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And don't forget to share it with your friends who might also benefit from this valuable information. Thank you so, so much for being here with me today. I know your time is precious and it means a lot to me. So be sure to come back next time and I will continue to dive in further into the world of integrative health coaching and we will be navigating the demands of your career, your family, your personal ambitions, your relationships, and try to create those healthier habits uh, to support your well-being. Remember, my friend, this is not goodbye. This is just until next time. I'll see you there. All right, and that brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you took away something today that will support you on your journey, all while having a little bit of fun along the way. Before we part ways, I want to encourage you to carve out space for yourself amidst the busyness and demands of life, to prioritize what truly matters, and to embrace the freedom that comes with intentional living. Don't forget to celebrate the small victories and be kind to yourself always. Keep taking those actionable steps forward towards your goals and never forget that you are not alone. If you ever feel inspired to continue the conversation sparked by an episode or seek additional support and coaching in your life, I would love to hear from all of you. You can find me on social media or visit me on my website. Thank you once again for joining me today. I'm humbled by your time and commitment to your personal growth. Until next time, I want you to know that I see you, I support you, and I believe in you. This is never goodbye. It is always I will see you next time. Until then, my friends, have a beautiful day.